Welcome to Story Chats at Inspi Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. Oh, there goes Cooney. She's done. Over <laughs> Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer. Elizabeth Goddard is joining us today to talk about her upcoming release, Cold Light of Day. I will start off and read your bio and we'll dive in. So here's her bio. It's very impressive. With over a million books sold, Elizabeth Goddard is a USA Today bestselling, award-winning author of over 50 novels and counting, including the romantic mystery, The Camera Never Lies, a 2011 Carol Award winner. Four of her six Mountain Cove books have been contest finalists. Buried, Backfire, and Deception are finalists in the Daphne du Maurier Award for Excellence in Mystery, and Suspense, and Submerged is a Carol Award finalist. A seventh-generation Texan, Elizabeth graduated from North Texas State University with a Bachelor of Science in Computer Science. Yay, Computer Science! And we're, oh, sorry, <laughs> that's not in the bio. That was editorial. In yeah. um, <laughs> high-level software sales for several years before retiring to fulfill her dreams of writing full-time. Thank you so much for being here, Elizabeth. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm another computer science nerd in case you didn't pick up. (laughs) There was, there were no hints at all. There were no, no clues at all. No clues. Total surprise. Um, (laughs) All right. So we're going to start off as we do with our guests by putting you on the hot seat and having you just tell us a little bit about the book. That's always a hard part after writing 400 pages and I have to like, you know, make it really small, but <laughs> it's Cold Light of Day and it is the first book in my Missing in Alaska series. And I wanted to create a series around Alaska because it's referred to, referred to as the land of the lost. Uh, more people go missing in Alaska than anywhere else in the United States. So I thought that would be super interesting. Um I created a fictional small town called Shadow Gap in a fjord. And so if you don't know what a fjord is, go look that up. (laughs) Because the story, the series is set in Southeast Alaska, which is the Panhandle, which is kind of along right next to Canada. And it's really completely different than mainland Alaska. You know, same, some of the same stuff, but a lot of um, beautiful geographical uh, things like the Tongass, I can't say that right. Um, rainforest has a rainforest waterfalls and of course glaciers and mountains so I love action adventure settings and so Alaska is a great place to do that so I created a small town called Shadow Gap and I have my police chief um, Autumn Long is a female police chief and she uh, her city council is trying to get rid of her and she's got a, a quiet town no not much crime to speak of when some violence or let's call it a crime wave starts to happen. And so she's got her hands full. Uh, Enter my hero, Greer Brenner, and he's kind of an outsider. He uh, just showed up in town four months ago and she doesn't know who he is, but he's a hero and everybody knows he's a hero because he keeps doing these heroic things, but he's trying to hide. He doesn't want anybody to know who he is or what his past is. But with the body count rising, she really has to rely on him and trust his skills to help her through. And so it's just kind of a lot of twists and turns. And if I tell you any more, then I'm going to give away some of the story, which I hate doing. So right. yes. No, so, and that was today's episode of the Story Chats <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, was it too long? No, no. Because <laughs> you don't want to say more about the story. So I was just giving Beth an easy out here. No, oh, I got no, you. We're not going to do that. All no. right, fine. We'll keep talking. <laughs> so Actually, though, Valerie, your question is up first, and it it dovetails nicely with her with her. It does, little, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It's fabulous. 
let's talk about Alaska. All right. Um, because you've got this little um, small town and it's set on the fjord in between Haines and Skagway. So like other people, not everybody, but I'm not alone in this. I have been on an Alaskan cruise and I have been to Skagway. So as I was reading, I was picturing um, this, this area. Mm -hmm. My husband, by the way, grew up in um, uh, uh, Prince Rupert, just in British Columbia, just south of the Panhandle, right? So that was, that was kind of like his home turf when mm -hmm. we did this cruise. So um, that was really cool, imagining all that. Um, and then, spoiler alert, just, just don't listen too much. There is uh, a scene or two that takes place on the White Pass Railway. Right. And right. we also got to do that. Good. So, uh, so that was fun. I want to know, have you been to Alaska? Of course, I have, everybody wants I've, to know. Yeah, I have written, I wrote six books for Love and Spire Suspense Mountain Cove series set in Southeast Alaska. And I did like a ton of research and I have friends who live there and have input and put stuff in and I have wanted to go I've tried to go we were gonna we had planned a trip to do the same thing the cruise that you were talking yeah. about but then COVID hit oh, so, yeah, COVID. <laughs> but my oh, husband so travels to Alaska all the time and I have friends there so I've had to rely completely on other people and I've had people who've lived there have read the Mountain Cove books and they're like they're spot on so I just do what I do with all of my books <laughs> when I haven't been able to spend as much time at a place as I just thoroughly research and I have the experts and people look at it and talk to it. And I do live in the Pacific Northwest. So I think of the, um, Panhandle in, no, I, live, I live in Washington. <laughs> so, yeah. So I would get on the boat in Seattle and just take it right yeah, on. That's it. what we did. Right. Cause I'm yeah, in British right. Columbia. So yeah. Right. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So, right, um, <laughs> yeah, almost. <laughs> So that's interesting because we do all um, have to do a lot of research and mm -hmm. some of it is setting research and some of it right. is uh, career or yeah. Yeah. introvert, extrovert right. or whatever. Yeah. Right? You know, the thing, write what you know. I mean, how boring could that be? <laughs> at, some point, at some point we have Laundry. to <laughs> yeah, get out of our, our chair, chair and go, you know, so I do as much uh, research as I can. Another interesting thing though, it's really funny and, and you may, guys may have experienced this too, that I've written, I've created fictional towns and places and people will complain about something about the town that is not real because they live there or they grew up there. And I'm like, I know you didn't because it's, <laughs> you know, yeah. or even in places where, you know, that I have lived and I'm like, so no matter what you do, you, yeah. know, you just write the very best story you can. And there's, you know, most people are going to um, agree and say, yeah, but there's always going to be somebody to say, this doesn't happen. Or you're like, well, yes, it does. But, <laughs> you know, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you say um, that we're told to write what we know, I think what I've kind of taken to heart is write what you want to know. Write, write what you're curious about. Write what interests you. Even if it's not something you've done, then you've got a really good reason to do some deep research and talk to people mm -hmm. who've done it and yeah. and whatever. And then... And, and then you can still you get the best of both worlds. Right. And then it's your passion. If you're interested, it's your passion. And I am very passionate about beautiful settings and they inspire me. So for sure. Absolutely. So um, I just want you to know that I am the wussy reader of the three of us. <laughs> and I was not so sure um, about <laughs> having you here, although I know you and I love you. And we've, you know, we've chatted numerous times 
And um, so it wasn't like asking some really creepy stranger to <laughs> story chats. She's sitting there with a serious face. Oh dear. Um, but um, so we we had different takes on that part. But I just want to say that up front to our listeners that uh, we haven't really been doing romantic suspense um, before. And so this is a new foray for us. And uh, Beth and Narelle kind of took it and went, yeah, we're going to do this. Yay. Like, oh, Hi. Hey. I can be in the daytime for a while. It was hilarious <laughs> because I Facebook messaged. We have a little chat group, you know, Facebook group, the three of us um, to, to organize and stuff. And I was like, I'm reading it. It's fantastic. It's not scary at all. Valerie, you're going to be fine. And Valerie's like, I have to read in the daytime. I'm like, it's scary. <laughs> so, so we're not all the same yeah we're not but yeah. I like to uh <laughs> my books I can my romantic suspense I consider them to be on the lighter side yes. um yeah. I don't I can't you know read dark stories either Valerie um and yes it's suspense and I do have to have some tension I do have to have those moments but yeah. I don't think yeah they're not creepy they're not scary and um but that's just my opinion. I mean, I, you know, somebody yeah, you, you start even really... out the very first scene, you know, two people die. Um, right. so but just, it's not you know, gratuitous. It's not gory. No. It's not. No, 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 it wasn't. No, yeah. there was tension. Definitely. It's got some good right. suspense, but it's not like creepy thriller suspense. So no, and no. I can't yeah. do that. In fact, the, the <laughs> only thing about writing suspense that is hard for me is the research, you know, going, yeah. it can take me into dark places that I don't want to go. And so I really do pull back from that. And you're not going to see a lot of that in your book. I think for me to make it interesting, it's just something new and different that you maybe the average reader doesn't know about because, Hey, I'm learning about it myself. So, right. you know, I put stuff in, I have really enjoyed that sometimes my uh, content editor that is also my fact checker will go, oh my gosh, I didn't know about this. I spent like way too long going off <laughs> on the rabbit trail reading all about this, you know? So I even Fine. bring stuff to her attention that she, you know, she's editing books all the time. So um, that's what I try to bring to my suspense stories, not anything scary or bloody or dark. So I hope but that- I, Yeah, there was a lot thing. of the the forest and the, the ocean and the- um, like in the in the fjords but ocean mm -hmm. and stuff and I really enjoyed that that whole setting thing so I'll let uh Beth and Narelle take it away and okay. get the next questions out. <laughs> I think Narelle is next I am so I mean I really do enjoy reading romantic suspense and I'm very glad that you joined us today it's <laughs> exciting to have romantic suspense featured on story chats and I really enjoyed this story as well and I would agree that it's it's not it's not heavy suspense in terms of you're not seeing a lot of violence or a lot of gore or icky stuff on the page if that makes sense it's more right. low level rather than high level in that sense as well but anyway getting back to my question so we're going to talk about autumn who is a police chief and her dad's the retired police chief now my question is probably if we when we get to this when we open the book up we learn that autumn's mother died and that she drowned in the caribbean mm -hmm. and we also learn that her father is an alcoholic and having a great struggle with that so my question is how did um her family background impact her life when we start the story well, <laughs> I think that it's pretty much in the story there. No, she she um, is a determined person, a strong person. And, you know, that's, I want to show a strong heroine. She's had all these terrible things happen. And so she, you know, you either 
you either let that get to you and run you down and depress you or you can't keep going or you pull up your pants and you keep going. And she, before her dad became an alcoholic or got sick, he was her model. So she at least had that for a period of time. And she just stepped into his, uh, stepped into his shoes to keep it going. So, um, I try to create some baggage in my characters because, you know, they've got to have some conflict to get over. And so I didn't, I'm sorry about that. I didn't know about this, that part of the story when I started, but <laughs> it just, I'm sorry about that. Anyway, I didn't know that when I was starting to write, but it just starts coming to me, right? Yeah. Some I don't know answers answers too, so yeah, yeah. got it. <laughs> So um, it's it's funny because you mentioned that um, Autumn was a strong female lead. And that was one of the things that I really appreciated is um, that she is really strong, but she's not like sometimes the strong women become sort of man haters um, as as if, you know, they just like I am woman, hear me roar. I don't need mm -hmm. a man kind of thing. Um, but you really balanced it beautifully. Yeah. She, she's strong and independent and comfortable with herself, but she's not afraid to need help. Um, mm -hmm. and she doesn't, you know, she's not a man hater. And I also appreciated really the fact that Greer is like manly and strong, but again, he's not an overbearing, like get behind me woman. I don't believe you're <laughs> capable. You know, he's not a caveman. He's not an alpha male. Yeah. <laughs> he's not, I mean, I would call him male but he's not a caveman one right like he's right. um I just really appreciated the balance um that you had and then also from the suspense and romance I felt that it was balanced really beautifully as well I think with romantic suspense when I've read it uh, it some people find that balance super well and some it's like really romance heavy less suspense or really suspense heavy and it's like oh yeah they need to kiss um you know um so I like, what do you do to find that balance? Do It sounds like maybe you're not a plotter. So, so what do you do? To, to keep well, first of all, let me, let me address the autumn. I appreciate you so much saying that um, you feel like she wasn't too strong of a character. Um, that makes me feel good because I want to write a strong female lead, but I do feel a lot of times people in movies or whatever, they're going way overboard because I can't relate to that. I, I want to see, you know, a strong woman, but I mean, I have to be honest, I am not that person. <laughs> I mean, I have my husband doing a lot of stuff. He is the alpha male and I'm okay being a, you know, I mean, I speak, you know, computer science degree. I'm not saying I'm not strong, but you know, I, I think a lot of times that they really go overboard with, and it's not really a true average woman. Am I, yeah. does that make sense? I, oh, well, anyway. that's me. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. and then, and then, as far as finding the balance with uh, romance and romantic suspense, it is really the hardest to me. It's the hardest genre to write because I, when I'm writing it, I write 50, 50, 50, 50 suspense, 50, 50 romance, mm -hmm. but the same people can read the same book and come out with it feeling, oh, it was way too much romance or, oh, it was too much, you know? So um, I just write what I write and I hope for the best and different people will read it and come okay. out. I mean, it, it, I've seen it happen over and over again. So I'm like, well, gosh, I thought I had a lot of romance. Well, gosh, I thought, you know, so, I mean, it, it's, I just have to write what I write. Um, sometimes I hit the mark and then other times, you know, I don't. So it's just <laughs> interesting. I, I do love, uh, I especially love my character Greer. Um, he was tough to write because I did not want to reveal 
his background too soon or at all for a long time. And I, I just wasn't sure, you know, if that's going to be something readers are going to be okay with and, or my editor is going to be okay with, but that was the fun of the story. I wanted to do something completely different. We, we don't really know who he is, but we could still root for him, right? We could still root for him because we see that he's a hero just in his day-to-day actions. And I feel like it's kind of a message to all of us that people don't have to know anything about us, but they need to be able to see that we are good, see the light in us or see that we're a hero just from our actions. So um, that's really where I was going with him. And, uh, you know, it could have been a hit hit and miss with him either. So I just do what I do. Um, I started out and as you guys probably, if you've written for Harp Song Prevents, you know that we had to write a chapter synopsis and I have to do the same thing with Love Inspired Suspense. I have to write a synopsis that details everything. But for some reason, when I when it comes to the big books, I just cannot write the synopsis. And I have a kind of a loose idea in my head of what I want to do. But, you know, when you're writing details, you can't really know the details. So you get in the story and live the story through the characters. You can't even know them. You get to know them as you write. So I really kind of do that with all of my stories. And I don't no, I just kind of have some major plot points that could change because, you know, you're like, oh, wait, this would be much better if I do it this way, that kind of thing. So it is uh, kind of a, I'm on the spectrum. That's what we like to say, you know, plotting and uh, pantsing. Okay. And so I'm just somewhere on the spectrum. And depending on the book, I may be way over here. I, may be <laughs> over here. I don't know. I just mm. go back and forth all the time. And I don't like that process. Honestly, I would prefer to write a synopsis and know because that would make the writing so much faster I could just really whip out a book but it is a very painful process so when people say things to me like oh your characters were balanced you did a good job I'm like oh thank, thank goodness because you know <laughs> it was a lot of work yeah yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. yeah. You, the yeah. ending which obviously we're not spoiling the ending mm-hmm. but um I loved the fact that it was not an expected ending like it wasn't the there, there are some romantic suspense endings where you figure, like you can figure out, okay, this is what he's hiding from or whatever. We, we've established that Greer was trying to hide. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so I had all these ideas as we were going along and I loved that it was nothing I came up with. Um, yeah, it was, it was unique and yeah. it was, you know, it was clever. Um, so many twists at the end that, that just yeah. were, I thought delightful um, because yeah. I love I love when it's not everything you expected to fall in line. Even as much as I love that aspect of like straight CCR, I love knowing that I'm getting a happy <laughs> ending. Yeah. Like, like yeah. right. they're gonna have a little issue, mm-hmm. but they're gonna figure it out and they're gonna be okay at the end. Like yeah. <laughs> I love that, but I love when there are also little unique things. And this I thought was was fantastic. Yeah, oh, great. and great. I also yeah. I also love the vulnerability in Orton's character as well. So yes, she is a strong woman, but there's also things that have that happen in the story that really challenge her as a person as well and challenge her professionally, challenge her personally and challenge her in the way she relates to Greer and can she trust him? Can she trust people in general? So I thought it was beautifully done. Thank you. Thank you. Valerie, you look like, yep, you're good. Okay. <laughs> much of it like the the reader brings their percent to it as well right we can write um the best story we know how as clever as we can possibly get <laughs> mm-hmm. while we're pantsing um but the reader is going to come in and they have their own expectations mm-hmm. and their own baggage their own history their own idea of 
you know, of what Greer might be hiding from, for instance, or whatever. And we can't control that. We, we're only supplying 50%. And the rest is in the reader's imagination. And um, it is what it is. Right. It's the same for um, the spiritual elements. You know, a lot of my books, I don't, actually, this was a little bit stronger on the spiritual side that I, I usually write from obviously a Christian worldview and my characters are Christian and, and uh, there's themes of forgiveness and redemption coming through, but it depends on the reader. Yeah. Some readers like, oh, I love the message of God. And other readers are like, there's no spiritual message. (laughs) So it really, (laughs) they come to it with whatever, you know, like you're saying, um, with, they just bring in, look at through their own glasses and their own perspective. And that's what they come out with. So all we can do is write the story that God gives us the best, do the best that we can do with all the research and the writing and hope and hope good things will happen. So, yeah. So this is the good things for this one. Yeah, me too. This will be the the first in the series. Is it a trilogy, plan trilogy? Yes, I have a signed three book contract. And so I just turned in uh, actually uh, Shadows at Dusk, I turned, which is book two, I turned in in October and I should be getting the uh, hard edits, the serious edits um, uh, next month, actually in February. And then I'm actually currently working on book three. And that's the one where I'm at this place where I'm like, ah, what am I doing? I don't, <laughs> I have to tell you my, my, my first drafts are just like, oh, they're just the <laughs> worst. They're just utter nonsense. But I tell myself, even in this one, you know, you pulled it together all these times. <laughs> you can do this. You do <laughs> it again. So have we met um, the heroes or heroines for book two and three in book one? Yes. Um, yeah. Shadow. Uh, sorry. Shadows at Dusk is uh, the heroine is Carrie James, which she is the bush yeah. pilot. Okay. And good. So it's a bush pilot story. And I told my editors, bush pilot in Alaska, there's expectations. So don't freak out when you read the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it was like, I mean, I just thought, you know, I just had to go like romancing the stone with it, you know, something yeah. really crazy. And I did. And, um, and then I had, I brought in a hero from uh, my previous series, Ro- series, Rocky Mountain Courage series, Critical Alliance. I have a character named Detective Trevor West and I brought him in. He's the hero. I like to, with all my series, bring somebody in from the previous series, you know, yes. to put it on the yes. Yes. Them. and so, oh, and then, yeah. And so then the last book, which is the one I'm working on is uh, Nolan Long, which is her Alaska State Trooper brother. That's so I was hoping we'd see more of him. I liked, yeah. I liked what I saw of him and I was excited. I'm like, I, he is going to make a great hero. Good. Oh. Well, just pray for me. Cause I'm still trying to figure, <laughs> it out right now. Trying to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> you just never know. <laughs> well, that's very exciting. I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to those very much. Yep. Me too. Yeah. We'll tell you about them, Valerie. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you what pages to skip. These are the scary pages. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I did not know this about you, Valerie. <laughs> okay, secrets out. Secrets out. I think, I think a lot of our story chat listeners might know this, but yeah. maybe not. Yeah. Well, um, we could probably do a real fast this or that. If you guys, can you come up with a real fast this or that question? I guess that's the real Sure. Okay. All right. Valerie, go first. Narelle first. Okay. Narelle. (laughs) I'm going to do something very simple that relates to Alaska. So summer or winter? 
<laughs> oh my gosh summer of course <laughs> whereas I go winter because winter in Australia is probably like summer everywhere else yeah probably for sure for sure <laughs> all right well I'll do mine if that oh no are you ready Valerie okay okay so mine is whale watching cruise or scuba diving whale watching yes I that love is the correct yes. answer Yes. I loved yeah. the whales. Okay. There were whales yes. in this book and that just on its own would make it amazing. Oh, fun. Yay. Whales well, are fantastic. All that stuff in there, right? Yeah, yeah. they are. They are. <laughs> God's creation. Yeah. And we that's sure what I love on our cruise. Whales yeah. every day. Oh, good. Yeah. So in fun. your, um, in your reading, would you prefer a cowboy or a fisherman? Oh, wow. <laughs> My husband is a cowboy and a fisherman. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, no. Um, well, probably a cowboy. Correct answer. <laughs> I'll take the fisherman. <laughs> what? Oh, she will. I don't. Well, you know, a fisherman's not going to be home. He's just going to be off fishing somewhere. So that could, be, that could be a good answer for somebody. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I, mean, I like eating fish. <laughs> and I like eating beef. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I wasn't even thinking of it in terms of what he was going to bring home for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> now you are. <laughs> Outstanding. All right. Well, we are so glad you joined us. This was super yeah. fun and we loved the book. Um, even Valerie, who was scared and is a big baby, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank right. you guys. Wait. It was very encouraging and I loved being here. It was great. Well, thank you. Um, I will put your website in the show notes so everybody can go find um, you in your books because it links all your social media, I'm assuming. It does. And if you do have room, please add the Missing in Alaska series website because yeah. they can go there and find out how to get Tell, me, tell me what that is. And it's tell called is it yeah, missingalaskaseries.com. Okay, yeah. nice. And then, and then the book releases on the 7th. So you have four more days to pre-order and you can get goodies that were, that were built created to go with the book. So nice. if you go to that website, it will tell you how to do it. So. Awesome. Even better. Right. Okay. Um, so thank you guys for joining us at Story Chats. Let us know um, any questions you have for Elizabeth. Maybe she can pop by for a week or two, just if there okay. are any comments that pop up. Excellent. And um, you can find information about the podcast at inspiromance.com slash story chats. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you never miss an episode. We will look forward to seeing you again next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>